Hello, I'm Helen Perry, your host, and this is a bite-sized episode of the Just Bloody Post-It podcast, a show for creatives who are marketing their work online. During the summer break between series, it's become tradition to share snippets of some of the great chats of the past six now seasons of the Just Bloody Post-It podcast that you may have missed. Each one this time has a word or intention I want you to associate with it. Adrian, the YouTube yoga lady I adore, sometimes asks us, to set an intention for the day during her short online yoga practices. I only ever do 15 or 20 minutes at a time and I love it. It asks you to reflect on what's important in the moment. The word for this episode is money. It was nearly badass because it's the only time anyone's ever said that word on the show. And our guest, Davinia Tomlinson, the founder of Raincheck, wants us all to become badass, big earners, making money moves. And she set up her business to educate women about finances and financial independence. After years of seeing the imbalance of wealth between men and women in her old job in the investment management industry. Since we had this chat, she's published the most excellent book called Cash is Queen, A Girl's Guide to Securing, Spending and Stashing Cash. Get it for the young women in your lives or get it for yourself. It is great. I asked Davinia to tell us about Rain Check and what it means. Really, the name Rain Check is designed to kind of... it's. Me- bit of a play on words and it's designed to um, evoke this sense of banking your checks for a rainy day and it's really important that as women especially that we think about if not our financial independence but certainly our financial resilience in the midst of all of the, the challenges that we face financially and I'm always very sensitive to not you know constantly you know beat this dead donkey about you know the gender pay gap the gender investing gap the gender pensions gap because I think You know, sometimes these things, you can feel so overwhelmed and so beleaguered by this terrible data that we face. And it can force you into a position of freezing where we do nothing at all about our finances. And so what I try to do is strike the balance through Raincheck of highlighting some of the financial challenges we face, but also emphasizing, you know, putting a disproportionate amount of focus on what is within our gift to control and some of the money moves that we can make to improve our financial situations. What is the root of this gap for you? Like, where do you see it start? And how do we begin to unpick this totally different relationship that we have with our finances that men seem to? Mm, I think there are a couple of things. I think societally, we are conditioned and socialised, you know, growing up to believe, you know, as young women, you know, any conversation about money is viewed as unladylike or vulgar. Um, that's certainly an experience that I have had. Um, and even, you know, working within the world of finance, you know, you, you are either, you know, you, you can imagine, you know, this uh, stereotypical ice maidens, you know, the real power woman in finance um, and who, who is viewed very negatively for speaking up for herself, for commanding her worth, things that are, you know, just considered to be normal. For the average man doing an equivalent thing, you know, he certainly wouldn't be tarred with the same brush. And you see those individuals, you know, if you think about, you know, I started on a graduate scheme at one of the world's largest asset managers, and there were 10 of us on that program. And I bet you, if you were to look at the trajectory um, from a career perspective of the the three women that were on the program versus the guys, whereas ours would have been, you know, quite a bit spiky, theirs is probably a straight line upwards, exactly, generally, where 
they haven't had to confront the same kinds of stigma and pressures socially from people when they, you know, when they are unapologetic in their pursuit of wealth. And they don't have to explain that, you know, I want to be wealthy because I want to support my family or I want to have children or I want to buy. They don't have to explain at all because they are men. It's just assumed that it's perfectly acceptable for them to want to be wealthy. So I think society, you know, that conditioning plays a big part. And a lot, a large part of that comes from the family. So what you are trained to believe at home. And, you know, I talk all the time through Raincheck about money scripts um, and some of those inherited beliefs that we have. And, you know, the relationship or, you know, how that influences our relationship with money when we become adults. So I think, you know, that that combination um, combined with, you know, as women, you hear all the time about imposter syndrome, for example. And I think, again, it, it can become this huge generalization because there are lots of women that I know, real high flyers, well-educated, professionals, powerhouses. And I think to myself, I don't know anybody that really suffers from imposter syndrome. The reality is, is that in their, you know, individual fields, when they potentially speak up or when they have sought to command their worth and negotiate a pay increase, the reception that they get when they have those conversations is quite negative. And so what will happen with anyone, whether you're a man or a woman, if you are continually coming up against negativity um, or resistance when you try to assert yourself in any way, of course, you're going to retreat. That's human nature. I don't think that's a uniquely female conundrum. Um, and so it's important that we think about the language that we use and how we talk to ourselves, how we refer to women and our relationship with money, um, because lots of these things can seep into our consciousness and you start to believe that they are your problem versus a problem that you've inherited or absorbed from elsewhere. So I always stress to women, you know, you have all of the ingredients to be a real financial badass. You don't need to worry about imposter syndrome or... There are all of these gaps that exist, but you have the tools to be able to resolve that yourself. And I think that's really important. Uh, presumably, you're trying to just rewrite the, the messaging around money. And it, how do you start to do that with your social media posts and content? How do you talk to your team about that? Where do you begin with trying to access and get the attention of people who are resistant to this kind of stuff? I mean, it really starts with knowing who we want, we want to speak to in the first place. And, you know, when you think about Instagram, which is our primary platform from a social media perspective, you know, obviously women are the biggest user on, on Instagram, but there are, you know, so many different segments and women of all ages that are on there. And so we are very specific with the kind of women that we're talking to. Um, and so then that, that's almost borne out in the, the content. So of course we want the content to be accessible to and useful for all types of women. Um, but it's really important that the specific woman that we're talking to knows that we're speaking to her and will take action as a result of what we're telling her. And so when we, you know, we can see that in the DMs or the emails that we receive from people who have been triggered by something that they might have seen on one of the posts. And that's the most gratifying thing, knowing that it's having an impact. But I think from my perspective, the thing that I say to my team is what we want to do is not infantilize anyone. It's really important that we at no point attempt to reduce things down to the lowest common denominator when we're talking about personal finance. Raincheck is unapologetically about helping women build sustainable long-term wealth. And it's really important. I mean, we only changed that language in the last six months because I recognised that when I was originally talking about Raincheck helping women take control of their financial futures, there are a number of different ways that that might manifest itself. But what it was doing was shying away from the very specific objective that we had. And I think being specific and being precise is really powerful in helping you to funnel out the people that you're potentially not speaking to. And so in that kind of being quite vague and quite general, you 
I guess in, on the one hand, you think, well, I'm trying to appeal to everyone, but then you end up appealing to nobody at all. So it was important to me to start talking about, we are trying to build wealth and we are trying to build it over the long term and we are trying to build it in such a way that it lasts. And so that language is really important. The words that we use to convey that are important. So we try to make sure that we're repeating that message consistently. And I remember in the early days of Raincheck when it was just me and I was trying to do all the social media and everything myself, because, you know, you can get into this, uh, the realm of going, well, I said that yesterday or I said that last week. I'm not going to say it again now because people must be fed up. And it was only when I started working with someone who now manages the social media and she was like, Dav, if you say it every day, somebody that's really attuned to what you're saying will finally think, I better do something about that. But the vast majority of people won't have seen it yesterday. They might have seen the image and they'll go, oh, that's good. And they'll like it and they'll move on, but they won't necessarily have read the caption. So it really is important that across all media, you were saying the same thing over and over. And that was something that it took me a long time to learn because I, I just had this, this inner worry that I was boring people to tears with the same messages. The other thing is kind of content planning and thinking, you know, how can we be aligned with other things, other issues that are happening, you know, generally on the UK calendar, on a global calendar. So equal pay day, for example, which in contrast to, you know, what the name suggests is the point at which women stop being paid in the year for the same labour. Um, so basically you end up working a third of the year for free um, as a result of this gender pay gap. So being attuned to things like that means that we can craft content around these milestones that will catch hold and will mean that people might be more likely to share content, for example. So, you know, making sure that we're, we're planning in that way is really, really powerful. It's funny, using social media and doing marketing and starting my business in my 40s has allowed me, forced me to rewrite many of the bullshit stories I've told myself over the years about what I can and cannot be good at. And I thank lots of other women on the internet for helping me with that too. But it's only more recently that I've begun to question some of my assumptions, many of them self-limiting around money there is always more work to be done. Thank you to Dav for helping. The longer version of this conversation is linked in the show notes. Share it with a friend who'd find it useful. Much love for now. And thank you for listening. We'll be back next week. Bye.